0: Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Socks on Tap, presented by the On Tap Sports Network. It is me, your boy Buzz, with his buddy Tony from Chai Socks Weekly, and Four Feathers Pot, and the On Tap Sports Network. But we're here celebrating a seven three Chicago White Sox win over the Detroit Tigers in a hell of a game by uh, pitch by Carlos Rodon. Tony, what did you think of the game tonight, man? Did you think it was good? Did you see some things that you liked?
1: What an intro. From oh uh, from you to me, that, was, that I think that John Suarez needs to be worried because uh, that was a, that was a great introduction you gave me there. Um, I loved what I saw tonight. It was awesome, Buzz. Seven uh, three victory. I'm glad that you and I didn't have to deal with some of those losses. Uh, yeah, thanks I'm to glad. Johnny, thanks to Johnny Nani and um, Pat Comiskey, uh two other Ford Feathers guys um, who took over socks on tap the other night. And talked about a loss but um yeah no I'm happy this is good it was a good game um they finally went out there and won one for Timmy we'll get into that a little bit um Timmy and Ricky watching from the uh from the hotel today let's talk a little bit about that real quick
0: yeah you know that's something that um I I wanted to not avoid but it just I'm treading I'm, you know I'm treading lightly with it just because I feel like the MLB messed up so bad with this. Um, I understand. Don't get me wrong. I understand Ricky Renteria maybe getting suspended for the pushing and shoving of, you know, Kansas City's manager. I understand that. I respect that. Why, you know, no one wants to see violence in the game, even though we say it's tough and cool, cool and tough, whatever. But uh, Timmy getting suspended for using words when that douchebag, uh, I'm sorry to say that, but that, that douche on the other side of town gets to run at, a, at an umpire and sit and scream. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's Kyle Schwarber running and screaming at an empire like he wants to sit and fight him. and Timmy gets suspended for words. I think it's a joke. I think it's bad for the game. I think it's bad, uh, all around. So I'm, I'm glad that the Sox went out today, got a 73 victory over the tigers and did that for Tim and, and Rick.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I know the word choice there wasn't exactly, uh, perfect, but Kyle Schwerber's making threats against somebody at that point in time. Um, Timmy wasn't threatening anybody. There was no, there was no threats made. Um, you know, the choices of words that that Timmy used may offend some. Um, we're not going to say him on this podcast. We don't need to get into it. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that, um, the MLB took a hard line on what Tim said and they suspended him for a game. Um, we may not agree with it, but it's what they did. And the Sox went out and won that game that Tim Anderson didn't play in. Let's move on from there. Hopefully, this continues to fire up this team. It's been an entertaining week of White Sox baseball, and that's all we can ask for. You know, what?
0: Yeah, the week's been great, man. I mean, in this start, I mean, just I already popped one. I popped, I, I crack, I cracked one. Hashtag crack them. But, um, for Rodon tonight, man, what a game. Um, very proud of him, you know, coming out, um, you know, uh, what was that top button unbuttoned and all? Six innings pitched, three hits, one earned run, three walks, six K's, and he only let up one Homer. So uh, you know, uh, Carlos came out and looked real good. What did you think about his performance here tonight? You know,
1: he improves the three and two on the air. He is expected to be the ace of this staff. Um, you know, there's you get wins out of Carlos Rodan. He rolls in there. Like you said, the the top button's undone. I I preference that on on Shy Sox Weekly when we were doing the uh, the season preview, I believe. And um, you know he's got an image to uphold, and that's tough guy. You're cool and tough, leaving that uh, that top button undone, no long sleeves. It was a little bit colder, and he goes in and he beats uh, Zimmerman and the Detroit Tigers. I'm I'm pretty okay with what I've seen out of Carlos Rodon so far this year. You've had a little bit of ups, a little bit of downs. I think the whole team has been that way. I just like to see him get to a point where he's sustaining one-two stuff for a good stretch of, you know, not one to two starts, but maybe five, six starts in a row. Uh, We've seen that before from him, and that's where we need to get to. So hopefully, this is the uh, the start and continuation of ace level Carlos Rodon.
0: Yeah, wholeheartedly agree with that. Want to see him string a gut together a couple more starts like this you know obviously you know um you know only letting up a few hits one run I mean that's huge stuff and you know and he getting pulled in the sixth inning or not pulled in the sixth inning but you know uh, relieved of his duties for the night under 100 pitches for the first time this year man he came in at 95 pitches so that's awesome you know he didn't throw 100 pitches got to take a break because the offense came alive there and that um seventh inning by putting up five runs and it was able to give Carlos a nice easy night where he got to take the rest of the night off. And then um, I don't know if you ever heard of Gucci Mane. He's a rapper and he says Burr a lot. Oh, I'm going to, if Ryan Burr starts doing better, I will get a ice cream cone tattooed on my face like Gucci Mane did because this guy is starting to kill me.
1: Yeah. Ryan Burr hasn't been the same Ryan Burr that we, I think expected him to come in and be. He kind of went from somebody who I thought was going to be, maybe even an eighth inning option last year when we saw him. And now I feel like he's kind of settling down into, you know, just what they used him in today, uh, a seventh, uh, sixth, seventh inning guy. And, you know, I know he's got the potential. He's, he's only been around for a little while, but I know he's got some lights out stuff, and I just want to see him use it. And, you know, good, good thing that they went to Jace Fry and Colum a right after there. Kind of a, a resurgent game here for Jace Fry, um, not just facing the the one batter, but getting the two strikeouts. His ERA is still sitting pretty ugly up there at a nine four five, but um, you know the bullpen's been hot cold. It really has. It's uh, every time we talk about this, I mean this is going to be the roller coaster ride of the year. I think, Buzz, that you and I are going to you know get to ride at Sox on tap here. Is what was on tap in that bullpen? Did we get some some shitty? bullpen usage, or did we get some, you know, like, yeah, skunky, that's what I'm going to call it, it's skunky bullpen. It's, or, like, it's
0: like that beer that you left out too long, and you yeah, go back and you drink it. Yeah, the, the skunky
1: <laughs> White Sox bullpen, or are we getting some, some premium top quality draft? And t- tonight we got a little bit of that top quality draft, I mean, they got through, you know, un- until Kyle May, but unfortunately, Cal May gets touched up here for three hits, it wasn't a safe situation at the time. Um, he did give up a run and it was earned. It was on the Homer. Um, but you know, you'd like to see Kalame kind of just cruise through that, shut him down one, two, three and go home. But what are you going to do? I mean, it's garbage time baseball at that point.
0: Right. Kalame's gotten a lot of usage so far early in the season too. You know, he, he's seen a lot of ball games. He's seen a lot of pitches, um, which is good. I mean, he, he's not going to be on all the time. He's, he's only human. Like we were talking about the other day. Um, but bullpen did come in today, did what they had to do. I was very happy with Jace Fry. Jace Fry came in. He struck out two, had some really, really good stuff there in the eighth inning to set up for Colome to come in and do what he had to do. Now getting into the offensive side of things, Lurie, I'm going to swing at the first pitch. Garcia came through big time today. That one through three came through big time today yeah, between we, Garcia, Mancada and Abreu.
1: We actually saw Jose Abreu kind of show up to a ball game today
0: which yeah. is something
1: that yes, we you did. Know, we've been talking about all week here at ONTAP uh, as far as uh, Jose Abreu. Where's he been? He finally he comes up today. we get two RBIs out of the guy. He had two hits. He scored. Um, that average though right now is just a really unsightly 189. Uh, so we're hoping to get that up into the mid-200s at least, I would think. But Jose Abreu in a very crucial situation during that seventh inning rally, you know, rips that, that ball down the line. I loved watching Yon Mancada just bust from first to home on that play. It it was just a good oh, yeah. it was yep, just yep. a good sequence that they put together there. And and like you said, Lure Yon, Abreu, they had it going. I believe Alonzo also had a hit. He, he, he did. He drove in a run where uh, Abreu just kind of busted through that stop sign that was put up there at third base. Um, I don't really advocate going against what the coach says, but if you end up scoring a run, so be it. Um, good offensive showing from the top of the order. Not so good from the bottom, though. Uh, everybody kind of had a hit. Everybody except for Eloy Jimenez had a hit in the day, in today's ball game but uh, not a lot of actual offensive production angle. I'm still, I don't know why he's playing in some of these games struck out three times today. He left five on base. That's just not good. That's not getting it done at the major league level buzz.
0: No, it's not. And I'll tell you something right now. I mean, obviously there's that hole in the outfield. I mean, but I kind of, because Tim missed today, but cause Lurie played shortstop today. Right. Um, but I am really looking forward to, Tony, just to be to see Eloy, uh, Cordell, or or Garcia, and you know what I mean, and, and the outfield. I don't know which one will play which, um, but I mean, I would love to see Eloy, Garcia, and Cordell in the outfield because Ryan Cordell is showing you with his stats and with his play right now that he does not want to go back to Triple A baseball. Kids no. hitting four sixty two. He's on his on base percentage is five hundred. You know, I mean, he is playing lights out. He had a uh, he had uh, hit tonight and a walk looks like, I mean, he, he played real well and I believe he had a stolen base. Um, so, I mean, this kid is just playing aggressive and he's really, really picking up the opportunity that Daniel Paulka let slip through his fingers.
1: Yeah. That's something that we didn't get a chance to touch on, um, here at Sox on tap is Daniel Palka has been sent down by the white Sox. Um, I'm not sure if we, we brought that up on shy Sox weekly. I think it happened right after that game, but, uh, yeah, you and I haven't really had the chance to hash it out in that sort of way, but Ryan Cordell is making the most of his opportunity
0: here. That's that's for certain. Yeah, you know, he was doing it last year, Tony, in spring training before he had that back injury. You know, he was looking really good if you remember, and then he had that back injury and he just never caught on. And uh, hopefully now, I mean, obviously it looks like he's 100% healthy and he's just trying to seize, you know, seize the moment right now and it, and that's really good cuz the White Sox really need that help in the outfield. You know, I mean, and Cordell is good defensively, and if he can keep up this bat, it's you know, he's gonna be a mainstay in the lineup for the year.
1: Yeah, I and, and Ricky Renteria did say that he's gonna play Cordell every day. So it's gonna be interesting to see what the, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens when John Jay eventually makes his way back to this lineup. Who's gonna be the odd man out? Because Garcia has been playing lights out to me as well. Um prototypical yeah. leadoff guy, he's just been I mean, he's hitting two seventy-six. That's not bad. Um, he's driving in runs in key situations. He just seems to be that versatile guy that could play every – I mean, today he was playing shortstop. So he definitely has a place on this ball club. I know Johnny Nani's a huge Garcia guy, but I really think that some of these wins have come on the heels of Lurie Garcia's play. Um, can't be under, understated here at, at this moment. I know a lot of people didn't want him on the team – uh, at the start of the year within White Sox Twitter, but uh, I'm I'm really impressed with what I've seen in, in Lure Garcia in an everyday role, and I want to continue to see him play. And then obviously you've got Eloy Jimenez. He's not going anywhere. He is he is the team's future along with you know Moncada and Anderson. So when John Jay comes back, that leaves you know Ryan Cordell, Adam Mangel Garcia, and Eloy Jimenez all vying for three spots. So it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. I would venture to guess that uh, that center field spot kind of rotates a little bit there, as it has been all year. And then they're rotating some guys in and out of the DH position. And, you know, you might see some sort of uh, Yonder Alonso, Jose Abreu days off kind of increase because that's the only other way you can continue to get some of these guys at bats. And, you know, I'm almost a... I'm almost in the in the mindset that if you have too many options, it makes it easier for the manager to screw up. Um so it'll yeah, be interesting I, to yeah, see how Becky Renteria can kind of manage his way through that situation. Um any other closing thoughts on today's ball game buzz before we preview tomorrow.
0: Um, today's ball game for me, one closing thought on it is uh I think this was the longest home run Yohan Mankata has ever hit. Um he hit a uh, 458-foot bomb to center field in the first inning today. Um, that, he, Mankata's batting 321. He has just been doing it all year so far. And I know the season is still young, but uh, that's that's my closing thought on today's game is that Yoan Mancada and Jose Abreu and Lurie Garcia really came and showed up with two RBIs apiece you know, um, getting six of the seven runs that we have scored and though that top three is dangerous. And I just cannot wait for Eloy to, uh, to find his bat a little bit more and hopefully improve in the field. Um, but yeah, my closing thoughts on top three, fantastic for, uh, today's win.
1: Awesome. And you know what? I, I didn't even really think to touch on, on the Moncada bomb. That thing was just a piece of beauty that, that hit was just so his swing right now is just so locked in. And I, I think this is, this isn't even the ceiling of what Moncada can do right now, what we're seeing. So I I still feel like there's a whole nother. Yeah. I still feel like there's a whole nother level that he can get to. And I can't wait to see it because I mean, and even if this is the, the young Moncada, even if he tails off a little bit and kind of settles it down, regresses a little bit, I still think we have a very, very productive ball player. I'm, I'm, like I said before, I get happier and happier with that trade every single day that I see Yon Moncada play like this. So, yeah, just awesome stuff that we've got there going on. And he's handled third base well too. I know yeah, he has. I've, he I've really mentioned has. that. I know I've mentioned that countless times. But moving on to tomorrow, we've got another game out in Detroit. It is the second game or the third game actually in a four-game set. On the hill, we've got Irvin Santana. 0-1 with an unsightly 10.338 ERA. He's only got four strikeouts on the year, but that's okay because he's facing another guy that's only struck out four in Daniel Norris. However, Daniel's 0-0. He has not been a pitcher of record yet this year. He's sporting a 4.32 ERA, and we will see what happens here. Buzz, I feel like this kind of game can go either way as far as the pitching matchup uh, lines up right here.
0: Yeah. I think that the, you know, uh, we get a boost, we get a shot in the arm tomorrow again, because you'll see Tim Anderson and Rick Renteria return from their one game suspensions. Um, with that being said, uh, Daniel Norris is going to have to be uh very, very careful because uh, this, this top three in this lineup is, is destroying people. So the key for tomorrow's game is obviously give Irvin Santana as much run support as you possibly can. Um, and hopefully Irvin Santana can come out, eat some innings and, uh, stay productive against a struggling Detroit Tigers offense. So, um, you know, I think that tomorrow Irvin will pick up the win here. It'll be his first win on the year. Um, He just needs to come out, be confident. And, you know, like I said, going up against a a struggling Detroit Tigers offense, this is a a game to really help him get back on track. And hopefully we can pick up this W.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say keys to the game are uh, a good return from Tim Anderson. Uh, you want to see Tim come out and play his heart out just like he has been all year. Uh, I don't think this is a bad thing that he got a day off, kind of recoup, and get himself mentally geared up. Uh, the, the Sox have played a lot of games lately. Um, they haven't had, had an off day in a little bit, so not a bad thing. Um, you'll see Ricky back like, we've, like we mentioned. Um, but Irvin Santana games, the Sox, like you said, they're going to need to put up a lot of runs. I think that that's going to be a, a common theme all year. If the offense is clicking and the Sox can put up five six runs a game, uh, we're going to be in good shape. If they are kind of struggling, you're only seeing that one two three run ball game. They're not going to be doing much. That the the pitching just isn't there, especially when you've only have two really solid options so far. I feel like out of that bullpen, so offense is going to need to show up. I feel like Daniel Norris is a guy that they can hit hit off of, and we'll get into. Uh, Sunday, and it's going to be a whole different matchup with Reynaldo Lopez and Matthew Boyd. Both of those guys can chuck, so yeah. it's going to be a. I, I feel like tomorrow, if there's one more game where that offense can break out, let's keep it going tomorrow because I think Sunday is going to be a little bit more of a pitcher duel uh, than what we see tomorrow. All right, Buzz, I think that's all I've got today for Sox on Tap. You got anything else?
0: Oh, just be sure to everybody listening to this, it's White Sox Nation, go check out On Tap Sports Net. On Twitter, OnTapSportsNet.com. Be sure to check out all the new blogs that are flying through, countless White Sox blogs, countless Blackhawks blogs, Bulls, everything. Everything is on there. Um, so be sure to check that out. And if you dig beer, Tony and them were starting to blog about beer today. So Yeah, that, that, yeah that's flowing up on the website now. So, um, you know, t- Tony is a man of many, many different hats. He's not only a, a big sports guy, he's also a big beer guy wears many different hats so i mean this is everything is flowing here on the site guys got to go check it out make sure you're following on tap sports net on twitter make sure you're following us here at socks on tap and check out on tapsportsnet.com adding bloggers right now and uh, it's, it's been a hell of a ride
1: absolutely all right buzz let's go white socks
0: let's go socks